Welcome to Scars to Stars, where conversations and personal stories let us know we are not alone. In this show, you will meet authors and speakers from our books and events as they share vulnerable personal stories to spread hope and inspire you through adversities in your own life. The world is a difficult place. You will find like-minded people here with kind hearts and supportive souls. I am your host, Dina Brown Mitchell. I am a suicide survivor and the founder of the Realize Foundation. I am so glad you are here. Let's dig into this meaningful conversation. Hello, everyone. I'm back today with Jeremy or JD. Sorry, I met you as Jeremy, and so it's really hard to break that habit. Um, but JD is written in two of our Scars to Stars books, and he has an amazing, incredible stories of his life and what he's been through and how he's overcome it. So everybody can go get the book and read it. So he wrote in volume one and volume two. You can find them on Amazon. You can find them on barnesandnoble.com. You can find them many places. But what I'd like JD to talk to us about today is what he's doing now and how he is changing lives for people. And I'm so excited for what's to come. So JD, I'm going to let you take it away. All right, Dina. Thank you very much. And um, man, Dina, you have been with me there for years, uh, pretty much from the start of the project that I've been working on, which is absolutely amazing. And you've been instrumental in uh, really giving me support at times where I just was like, man, this is a stupid idea. How am I going to be able to do it? And you were like, okay, let's let's go ahead and write it out and stuff like that. And so really, it's, it's been great knowing you, Dina, and I really appreciate what you do. And uh, I'm, I love to be a part of this and I'm very privileged because I know that this is going to be reaching a lot of people and uh, you're going to be changing a lot of lives. And that's what we're supposed to be doing, right? We're in this world together. That's one of the taglines I say. We're in this world together. We need to be lifting each other up. And I take that to heart. And that's how we thrive. You know, all these hard times that are going on and all the fear that's going on out there. You know, you the big thing for me that changed my life was finding a tribe, finding people that are going to lift you up and they're going to be there with you when you go through the hard times and help you go in the right direction. And, uh, you know, that's really essential, especially the times coming up. So it's awesome the space you're making, the tribe you've created. And again, it's awesome to be a part of that. So, um, you know, we were talking a little bit about what it is I'm doing right now. And in order for me to really let people know what I'm doing, I have to give some context behind what's going on. And so I'm going to tell you a little bit of my story and why I'm doing what I'm doing. Uh, I grew up in that household book. I had loving parents that gave me everything they wanted or I wanted. But the problem was that I had a father that had a very, very bad temper problem. You never knew what kind of father you were going to get when you came home. So I grew up in that household of abuse and uneasiness and never knowing when the other foot was going to drop or she was going to drop. And, uh, you know, so everything that came along with that growing up as a teenager, I was cutting and then. Uh, I started just hitting myself and I hated who I was and I didn't know how to deal with the frustration and anger in my life except for to lash out and to fight and to do all these other things. Uh, so we're going to fast forward this just a little bit. So I grew up in that environment, was a very troubled teen. Uh, when I was 18, I was living out of my car, 
19, I was the getaway driver in a robbery that went bad. The person went in and did this robbery and they shot and killed two people. Never thought that was going to happen, but it happened. And and uh, so anyway, uh, 19 years old, I was sentenced to 10 years in prison. Uh, so I did that. And while I was in prison, I ended up getting my GED and I was going to college and I was doing everything that I could to educate myself. When I first got in, I had some old school convicts that sat me down. I'm very grateful for that. And they said, listen, the world's going to be against you when you get out. You need to educate yourself. As you see, I don't have tattoos all over. At the time I was in, tattoos were considered a no-go when it came to business, uh, things like that. And so I used that time to really help myself grow. When I got out, started working with troubled teens. Uh, next thing you know, youth groups and different places were calling me saying, hey, can you come and talk to our teens? And I'm like, heck yeah, let me go out there. And it was amazing because teens don't hold back. They ask you all the crazy questions, anything intimate. How did you feel at this point? How did you feel at this point? And you have to be open and honest with them. Otherwise, you lose them. You lose their interest. And so I was always upfront, honest with who I was, what was going on, and was able to really influence them in directions in life. And it's amazing to see where a lot of them are at right now. Anyway, so worked with youth. The next thing I was speaking on a lot of stages, and I was going all over speaking on stages. Started a limousine company from scratch. Started with a couple old Lincoln Town Car limos. Built up, had an entire fleet where I had the Hummer, the Escalade, the whole nine yards. Nice fleet of limos. 2008, of course, took its toll. Lost everything. Then uh, went through what I call my Forrest Gump face. Uh, <laughs> that's where I decided to one day carry a cross the length of Illinois and then walk to New York. Long Island. Now, I'm not a super religious guy. I'm not out here, you know, trying to push anything I believe on anybody else. It was a journey that it was a self-discovery for myself and turned into something amazing. And I talk about a little bit of that in one of the books as well. I think, you know, I did that, thought I was going to be like the next Arthur Blessed. If you don't know who that guy is, he's somebody who carried across around the world, changed so many lives, thought that was my lane. Then shortly after, all of a sudden I was having chest pain, went into a hospital, they said I had 90% blockage in my coronary artery the entire time I did this crosswalk. So what that means basically is that I was living on death store the whole time and didn't even know it. And uh, so I had five stints put in. Then I had a stroke when I was in there, had to rehab, lost everything, uh, found myself that living without a home again, then had some people take me in all nine yards. I started building myself back up, then got that call and my mom passed. Came out to take care of my father. Really grateful for that because we got to really resolve a lot of issues that I had and he had with me and we became good friends. He passed, went after what I thought was my dream company, started another one, which was a sweepstakes marketing company and did all the networking and went over on the stages, doing all the other stuff again. And uh, that didn't work out and lost everything again. When I was at that point, uh, my health was really bad. I was at uh, about nine stents at that point in time. I was having really bad health issues, losing everything again, and I just really wanted to give up. And I was at a point where I had just got done with an event. One of my dream cars was a Polaris Slingshot. I don't know if any of you guys are familiar. You can look it up on the internet. They're a three-wheeled car, really fun to have. That was my dream car. I just really love that thing. They're not super expensive, but it's awesome. Anyway, in the garage, closed the garage, had the vehicle running, and I just was done. I was tired. I wasn't sitting here crying. I wasn't angry. I was just completely tired. And I said, I'm just done. And I was in the car and I'm letting 
car run in the garage. And then I said to myself, just give one reason, just one reason to turn off the vehicle. And I really remember because um, I was looking, I was trying to search for that vehicle. And what really was amazing is those teens that I had talked to when I got out saved me that day because they came to my mind and I started thinking about those teens that where they were at now, how I was able to impact their lives. And then I started thinking about other people, what I was able to do in life when I had my limousine company through the crosswalk, through even my health issues and talking to other people that had health issues and being able to really influence and change those lives. And I knew at that moment that I had a purpose in this world. And my purpose was to be here to help other people to feel like their life is out of control, to feel like they have no future, to feel like when they're at that point, when they just go, I don't know where to turn anymore. I have no idea what to do. I feel so lost. And I said, I need to be there for those people. So I turned my vehicle off, went back in the house, lost everything, found myself living out of a vehicle again. I was on my laptop actually using uh, Burger King Wi-Fi and stuff like that to get some work done. And I uh, still didn't know what I was going to do. Then I got this phone call from somebody saying, hey, we need you to work in what's called a coaching zone. Uh, this is when the pandemic first hit. And they said, you know, this is where we're doing virtual summits, blah, blah, blah. And I said, sure, I'll do whatever. I came in and next thing you know, I was immersed in this world of inspirational speakers, business people, motivation people, life coaches, all these other things. It was absolutely phenomenal. And I got to know those people over the years as to working with these systems. They got to know who I was. And it was amazing because I knew I had this dream to change these lives, to influence people, to use my story to help other people grow in life. Didn't know how I was going to do it. Now I had these people around me and they were instructing me and I spent all this time with people. And then next thing you know, I worked with somebody and got this app from a company called Action Era. Man, absolutely amazing. I actually work with them now. Got an app with them and built what we call GPS to life success. And that's where Dina came in, helped me hash this thing out and really work with this. And now we have our app in the store that people can download. You can download it in Apple and Google. I've learned a lot of different stuff on the back end to be able to do all the tech things. I've got programs in there. We've got amazing coaches that are in there. I have something we just call the Jumpstart program, and that's to take you from zero, don't know where I'm going, to giving you a firm direction and giving you the tools you need in order to become successful. We're a community platform, so on there we can chat with one another. We really hold each other accountable. That's what the whole thing about finding that tribe, finding people that are going to be with you, help lift you up, and keep you going in life and keep you on that right track, which is what we talked about earlier. So that's what I've been working on. I'm very excited to have that. And now I've been working with some wonderful, wonderful man, ladies that uh, have so many degrees and have so much in the education system. And we're working on a program right now to really reach out to mostly teens, but it's going to be able to apply to business and other things on how to do conflict resolution, how to be able to deal with different emotions, how to be able to sit back and set your goals and set things in life and really get a good direction and take that time to really get away from the pressures in the world and have that escape and really help transform them when they're in those hard times. So I'm really excited that we're going to be able to target a lot with teens. And again, like I said, we're doing that for business and regular individuals as well. But I'm excited on that project to work again. Uh, the ladies that are, they're just working very hard and they are tremendous and it's absolutely amazing. And don't tell them 
But when I'm in a room with them, I feel like the idiot in the room. Honestly, they've got all these degrees. They've got all this education stuff and they're talking about stuff. And I'm kind of just nodding like, all right, what am I supposed to be doing? (laughs) They're teaching me as we're going along. It's absolutely amazing. But don't tell them that because, you know, then they'll get big egos and, you know, all that other stuff. So, yeah, again, being able to be in Stars of Scars, my stories there and working with you, Dina, absolutely amazing. Well, I think the cat's out of the bag because, you know, this is streaming live. So. Oh, man. Oh, okay. We're in trouble now. No, just, no editing on this one. We're in trouble. All right. Oh, my goodness. Well, I, I also want to say, I know you're talking about teens, but also the platform has a lot of different coaches that offer their own content inside of the platform as well. So do you want to just speak to that for a minute so people understand that it, the full scope of it? Sure. Yeah. We have coaches that are in the platform that have their stuff as well that they teach, I think. Uh, no, <laughs> no, it, it's great. I designed this platform. So uh, like Dina was just talking about having the different coaches. When I came through, what changed me wasn't a single coach. It was working with numerous coaches on different areas of my life. And uh, I saw a big frustration with people. There's coaches that make a program. And then you have people that take the program and become very successful. And other people who take the program and don't become successful. And it's because programs and different coaches reach people in different ways. So what I wanted to do on this platform was create a way that we have different coaches in different areas that teach with different styles. And so people can come on and find the ones that they really work, that that really can gravitate to and really get the, the best thing going. So what we do is we have our main program, we get them started, we give them the basics, and then we have, like I said, these other coaches when it comes to fitness, mindset, we have grief and loss. We have a lot of different coaches that are on there that are there to help people. And then the big thing about my platform is that I vet the coaches very carefully, and I only have a limited amount of coaches that I allow on my platform. Why? Because I don't want you to get on a platform and see 10 million different coaches and just kind of throw a dart and try and find one that might work with you and do that over and over. And then the other thing with those platforms is they don't know what those coaches are teaching, all that other stuff. I want to know where the heart is. All my coaches are heart-centered. They've been through it. They know firsthand. It's not something they just read in a book. They have fought the battles and learned from it so that they can teach other people not to go through that or if they're in it, how to overcome it. And that's what's amazing. And then, uh, matter of fact, Dina is one of our coaches that, uh, that's on there. Absolutely amazing. Uh, you can also get her books through our app, just letting you know if you ever want to. Go on our app to find her books. Um, no, and it, and it's absolutely amazing. And then we post the events that are up there because coaches like Dina and others have different events that are very important you can come to. And so I really am trying to make this a one-stop shop where they can come and get everything they really need for personal growth in life. And it's awesome. These coaches are amazing. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. I've met and talked to several of them and, and really there it's it's a diverse group of people with different talents and expertise depending on what what people need in their own personal growth you know journey and it's it's really awesome what you've created jd and i think it's you had the vision i did i did help but you had the vision and you've done a great job getting it to fruition and 
getting more people involved. And there's, it's just a, it's a great thing that you've done. And he even has, like, he does a Christmas event on Christmas for people who don't, you know, maybe have family to, to spend the day with and stuff like that. And it's really fun. So there's a lot of cool stuff going on at GPS to Life Success. So you should check it out. And like you said, you can go to Google or Apple and um, download the app for free. And you can see a lot of this for free or you can subscribe to get more in depth. So I'm so excited for how far you've come with that and, and what it's meaning to other people in their lives. So congratulations. Well, thank you. And, you know, I am. I am actually humbled to be able to have this platform and work with so many wonderful coaches. You know, it's it's a two-way street. It's not just me you know, uh, giving the coaches a, a platform. It's these are coaches that are coming along and teaching me and helping me grow. And they hold my feet to the fire. I mean, uh, you know, when I'm, when I'm going, oh, I don't know, they're like, where's this at? Okay, okay, I got to do it. And uh, so it's an amazing, and it really feels like a full team that's come together, and that's what I wanted, that whole team environment. Are you feeling alone, lacking hope, and unsure of the future? So many people are feeling the same way. How could you not after an unprecedented lockdown of the entire globe? The fallout has changed the normalcy we all knew. It's hard when you feel lost, and even harder when you're scared to talk about it. We are here to help. At the Realize Foundation, we provide peer-to-peer -peer support through conversations, community, and personal stories. It is our mission to spread hope and let you know that you are not alone. If you are enjoying this podcast, I would love for you to become part of our membership community to get the peer-to-peer -peer support you need. Learn more at the call to action link for Scars to Stars membership. I look forward to seeing you in our community of kind souls. And then, like you said, you can, people can come out free. We have some basic stuff. And then I've done a membership right now that we're doing for 25 and that's uh, a month and that's a whole community. So you can come through and you have the support and we've got more different programs and everything like that. So I really wanted to price that because one of the things that was very frustrating to me was when I didn't have anything and I wanted to change my life. And everybody's like, we're going to change your life and help you make $5,000 for only $5,000. Uh, you know, and it's like, great. Well, I don't have $5,000. I don't know where my next meal's coming from. And so I really wanted to reach people that really don't have much money or times are tough for them. And I didn't want to leave them out because those are the main people that need a lot of help. And so I priced it. I'm going, look, if somebody can sit here and pay 25 bucks a month for Netflix, then they can spend 25 bucks a month to improve their life and to be a part of a community and part of something amazing. And I also found out that unless people invest a little bit of money and put what they call skin in the game, then they don't get as active and they're not as involved and they have nothing to lose. And so uh, you know, it's important that they put a little skin in the game when it comes to that. So I priced it so that anybody can get involved with this because this is very important. And I have people that come to me all the time and go, man, you could charge 250 a month. You could charge all these other things. I know I could, I could definitely do that. But then what happens to all those people out there that can't afford that? No, we, we got to help them build. And that's why it's important to me. And I love it. So I'm very happy. I'm very excited for 
everyone involved and and what's to come. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like you said, wonderful coaches. Don't tell Dima that though. (laughs) You're funny. Um, Yes. But I want to uh, also talk to you a little bit, Dady, about your experience with the Realize Foundation and, you know, our events and our books and, and being part of writing in the books and what, what the whole experience on that side has meant to you and what you've gotten out of it. Because I think it's, you know, we talk a lot about our mission of suicide prevention and stuff like that, but we don't always hear from the people who've been involved. They, they send me messages saying how great this has been for them, but we don't share it enough. So I would love for you to talk a little bit about what the experience being involved in Scars to the Stars has meant to you. It was absolutely terrible. Um, no, I, I'm saying that and I can't, now Dean, I can't see her face now when I just said that, but I had to have a little bit of fun with that one because she was like, everybody's giving me praise. So I want to be the first one. It was terrible. All right. It was absolutely amazing. Now, working with Dina and what it got me is that I used to go and speak on stages all the time. Getting back into that, um, I never really wrote my story out. And so Dina, she said, hey, uh, I'd like you to be in this book. And I'm going, okay, this looks really good. Love to be a part of your book. And uh, it won't take me long to write my story out. <laughs> it's like, it's only, it's only a paragraph. I did that. No problem. Or not a paragraph, but a chapter. No problem. I can do that in my sleep. When I went to go actually write my story out, holy criminy, it was a whole different experience. Something I had not done. Again, I had spoken it numerous times, but to actually sit there and write this out, it took me, it gave me more time to reflect. It took me actually back to those moments and a lot of those feelings and different things. And I had to, and there was so much that brought up when I was writing this. It was actually a very transformational experience. And that is where, and it was freeing as well to be able to put that on paper and know, hey, this story is now out there for anybody to be able to see this story, to be able to learn from this story, even if God forbid anything were to happen to me, well, it's going to happen to us all eventually. But if something happens, I still have something out there that people can read 20 years from now, 40 years, 50 years, 60, 100 years from now, and still learn from. And it's absolutely amazing. So I'm very glad to be a part of that and to be able to work through a lot of those blocks and actually do that. So I fully understand a lot of amazing things that these people are doing and going into the stories and how they change people. And and I, I love it. I appreciate it. And I'm very thankful again for being a part of that. So definitely go out and do that. <laughs> Thanks, Jeremy. I think it, part of it. it's crazy to me because, you know, I, I say this multiple times, but I think that the process we have of writing in our book is extremely different than most collaboration books out there. And I know this because I've been part of three that someone else produced. And all three of those, they did not edit anything for us. They did not introduce all the authors to each other. We never even had calls or got to meet each other. And so our process is very different. It's 12 weeks and it's holding your hand through all of it, through the what story to pick all the way to how to help get the word out about it and market it and and, and present the book to the world after it's done and how you can use your chapter 
for yourself to promote whatever you're doing. So it's there's a whole lot of things that go into this process. And, you know, we have a professional editor, a professional Arthur coach, a professional publisher that is all part of this project. And it is the conversations we have through the process is invaluable for all of our healing and like what the conversations we get to have in that small group is is so impactful, even to me, to learn about people and the, the relationships you build in this process is crazy. So I just want to mention that because it's really why people keep coming back. Like JD wrote in two books. I have two or three people who've written in all three books because they just enjoy the process and they're enjoying learning how to write better. So there, there's different reasons that people do it, but all of the people who write in them have the goal of helping other people know they're not alone. And what what they don't know coming into it is it is going to be a massive experience and value to themselves writing their chapter. And like JD was saying, you know, I thought this was going to be easy. I just down to write it. But it's it's more than that. And we, you know, our editor will take your first draft and come back and say, hey, why don't you add a little more in the story about this? Because it's not clear to me. Or why don't we we take, you know, make something out because of whatever reason. But you're getting that professional editor to to give you feedback on your draft, which I never got in those other books I wrote. And so I've learned so much about writing and editing and books that I never knew before. And it's been a fantastic experience for me too. So I hope if, if you're interested in writing your story, you can go to our website. If you don't mind, I want to share a story about yeah. this. Um, I was telling you guys that I had nine steps at that time. I'm up to 12 at this moment. As Dina knows, over the last few years, building everything, I've been in the hospital numerous times, been on death's bed a few times since then. Uh, and one of the things that happened when I was in the hospital is that I gave the book, Scars and Stars 1, to a lady that was in there. And next thing you know, I came in the hospital a little bit later. I shared the story with you. And I had one of the nurses or uh, cleaning ladies that was there. And she came in and she cleaned and she says, I know you from somewhere. And it was a little while and she goes, you're in that book I read. And I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, I seen your picture in the book. You're... And she says, yeah, we've been passing that book around. And there was different nurses that were there and there were different people. That book had been going around in the hospital to different staff. And I didn't know that. It was just one book. And, you know, most of the time when you give a book to somebody, you're expecting, well, it's going to sit on their shelf for about 70 years and collect. 10 inches of dust. Uh, at least that's what happens in my house. You know, when somebody says, here's a book, great. It's a great place for me to set my coffee on top of. Just a shameless plug, so let me go. There we go. All right. Anyway, uh, I expect sponsorship from him later on that. And uh, No, it's, it's, it's absolutely amazing, and that really hit me hard. And even when I went down to, uh, to do the surgery, one of the ladies that was there was talking about, oh my gosh, yeah, you're you're that book. We heard the story and stuff. So it was really cool to uh, see that and know that that book has actually touched lives and see it firsthand from people that said that. I mean, absolutely blew me away. So 
you know, lives already, I know just with that, and being around your other authors and people, and they put books all over the United States. And uh, I know that it's already touched countless lives, and I can't wait to see how many people are changed just from these books, let alone the programs you're doing, everything else. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. No, thank you. Thank you for that. It's It's been crazy, and it's, it's way farther than the U.S. We have many other countries. We've had royalties from books in other countries as far as Japan and Australia. So, and we have some authors from the UK. And so it's a, it's an international thing now. Um, so it's really exciting. And I think- I'm sorry. I was thinking small from saying coast to coast. I'm sorry that I was thinking small potatoes there. I apologize. We're no, no, no. That's okay. No, but I think it's, it's just, it's so um, cool to see who comes together in these books from all places on the planet and the people from totally different backgrounds and experiences and they just bond through this process it's it's amazing and then we get so much feedback but if you're interested in telling your story you can go to realizefoundation.org and go to the scars to stars page and there's a place where you can fill out a submission and there's a video there of um, Eric, who wrote book three, talking about his experience. So you can hear from other authors in our on our YouTube channel or on you know or different platforms. And you can also um, fill out that submission, and then I would get in touch with you. We have a conversation about all the logistics of how this happens and answer your questions. And then we're going to start our next book in July of 2024. And it will be released on September 22nd of 24. And that is in honor of Suicide Prevention Month. So, and all the proceeds from these books go back to help us, you know, have more books and have more community and promote what we're doing. So we don't, you know, nobody in this organization gets paid anything. It's all volunteer. And um, we're just excited to get hope out in the world. So thank you so much, Janie, for being here. And I'll give you the last My word. My pleasure. It. Oh, sure. I always like to have the last word. I mean, you know, who doesn't when it comes to that? Now, uh, I, one thing I just want to say is, is that you have an amazing team that works through the writing process as well. Uh, so when if you're stuck, you don't know where to start. Uh, some amazing people you're working with, Christopher and, and other people can can come by and help you really get through the steps and, and create the right kind of story and get it out there. It's not like they're just saying, give the story to us and leave you. They're going, okay, what can we do to help you get what you need out to the world? And so it's absolutely amazing experience and you definitely have to do this. Thank you. We all have a story to share. We all have a story that will impact somebody. We do. And, and we have had people who think, well, my story's not, you know, like, about suicide or my story is not as impactful as yours. And I'm like, you don't know that because you don't know who's going to read it. And even the people who think their story means nothing and it's not going to help anybody, it does because we never know where, who's going to read it and what, what place they are in their life. And, you know, we all go through trauma and we can't say that one trauma is bigger than somebody else's trauma. Like, Trauma is trauma, and all of us have to learn how to heal from that. And writing and having conversations about it is the best way 
to get through trauma and heal from it so you can move on with your life and take it as a lesson and not carrying that heavy stuff around as much. And so I hope you'll consider sharing your story in one of our books. And again, go to realizefoundation.org. You can find all kinds of things there, but you can also find the submission to apply to be in our books. And I hope to hear from you. I'm so happy you joined us for this conversation. My wish is that you found comfort and hope in your own unique situation. If you resonated with our message, please head over to therealizedfoundation.org where you can apply to write your own story in one of our books. You can also download our 60 Ideas for Self-Care on the resources page. I can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, you are not alone, you are worthy, and you are enough.